what's happening? You already know. What up with it, dog? I'm around riding all day, you know. Going through, going, going through it, but you know, getting to it, keeping the pie going. Now we do keeping the pies and going through it, but getting to it. Okay, bars, Nick. Bars. Listen, listen. ain't not going, ain't not going to stop me. I don't give a fuck what they throw at me. I ain't stopping. Fuck what you heard. Well, give me a quick three bars, then, nigga. Since it's like that. Ball don't lie. There you go. I need three words. One bar. Ball don't lie, nigga. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Ball don't fucking lie. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy is I told that to my coach one time that nigga benched me and said the ball do fucking lie, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) The devil is a lie. (laughs) And sat my ass right down. What it look like, bro? You good, man? I mean, you know, just over here chilling. We've been, we've been turning up a little bit lately. We've been, we've been knocking these times out. Like, you know, we're working, we working like slaves over this joint right now. I like the energy. <laughs> Nigga said slaves. <laughs> Don't get us canceled. <laughs> Man, I feel like if they was going to cancel us, they'd have did it 100 episodes ago. You know, I've been on bullshit, so I think they're used to it now. Yeah, facts. I heard we got a special guest today. Probably about to be, you know, legendary tonight. You know, tell you a quick story, right? So I had a cousin that played NBA basketball or played NBA basketball. Um, But I I see you see my name in the studio today. I'm not going to say his name until he, you know, enters the room. But this is how, like, I got my start in the city, like, like, like people used to identify me you know i became jay moody that nigga all that everybody know me all the girls love me type shit but for like a whole new years every time i would go to a party or a club like i and i would get it free but you know what they would say this such and such little cousin <laughs> oh so yes you had the ultimate cosign ultimate cosign ultimate cosign so yeah shout out shout out to big cuz because he he definitely had the city wide open for me just for me being his little cousin so he, he was like man let this little nigga in man definitely everywhere, everywhere he went i was there everywhere he went i was there so you know this little nigga with me you know what i'm saying what's what's, what's been going on though and uh what you do for labor day you getting anything I went to mom's house. You cooked? Chill. Yeah, she threw a little something together. Took to some gold plates. That's about it. Well, you know that's how I gotta go. It's a gold plates, be what it be. Anything crazy right. going on in the... Uh... Yo, wait. Time out real quick before we get into the show. This Krishana Blueface shit is kind of funny. Like, I, I, I saw Blueface talking about how Krishan really, like, master manipulated this whole thing and he was breaking it down but i kind of felt him because like who like films they recording on live number one because hospitals don't let you do that shit and number two she had on all her jewelry and everything the whole time she was giving birth uh jewelry wise I mean, I, I I wouldn't say jewelry, but I know a lot of chicks that have births and put their makeup on and be makeup ready, hair ready, all that. On live though, on Instagram now, live. 
That's now it. the now the live part. I don't know how that was possible because you know I tried to record my daughter being born, and, and they I told hit. Them. They told me absolutely but, not. But I said, that's, right. that's what Blueface said. He was like, but he was like, yo, she set all that shit up at a special place where they were like they were going to let her do it. He trying to get the flex to, and he was like, yeah, I respect the genius. He's like, she trying to get everybody to turn against me. And he was like, nobody just, he was like, when you go into labor, it's a sudden thing. That shit was so planned. Everybody was there and ready and yeah, that's crazy. Well, they, they do give you a heads up of when the baby's coming. Like, it ain't, it ain't that genius. You know what I'm saying? And maybe the nurses was like, y'all can record in here, but y'all can't record anything from the backside of nah, the, the birth or the doctors because you she said that up. I, so. I mean, I mean, up. oh well, they entertainers. She entertained. Very true. Hey, you see, you see, Charles said why he said I got two bets going. He was like, I got a five thousand dollar bet that they gonna have a retarded baby, and then I got a two thousand dollar <laughs> bet that the baby ain't gonna make it. He is so disrespectful, yo. He, I'm, wow. that nigga. I feel like I, I almost feel like he's gonna be Trump's running mate, like, cause he's crazy with it at this point. He don't give a fuck about nothing. Or nobody. That energy Charles wow. is getting off is just very different. It's very different. He said, I I probably he said five thousand they gonna have a retarded baby. Straight like that. Straight on live and everything. He said, Tell Blue Face to call me. I got five thousand they gonna have a retarded baby. Or I got and I got a side bet that's two thousand that the baby ain't gonna make it. I'm like, yo, this nigga is crazy. Wow. Master fucking troll dog. Master troll. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I one thing about uh, you know births and deliveries and shit. Sometimes it can be a life changing experience, and hopefully that's what she needs to to level up. Or it might be the worst decision they ever made as parents. Just depend on how you what goes on. And and so far, it's already getting ugly. It's only been baby only been on Earth one day. Yeah, that's wild. And they going at it. And I don't give a fuck who I'm with, who my new girl is. I'm going to see my kid get born if 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 it's an option. I don't know. Not if it's not if it's that t- snaggle too fun. First of all, blue face choice of women be crazy. Shout out to blue face for like, goddamn, bro. You see his chick and her fucking BBL. That shit was wild. You know, he said she was. He said she was a one day one man. Oh, man. Hey, one day he got man. Her, like he got money. He got I've seen chicks in the projects with better BBLs <laughs> with that. Yo, that shit was wild, <laughs> nutty. Uh, nigga, the ball don't lie. Absolutely. Oh, hold on. The BBL don't lie. Nigga. The BBL. Yeah, that shit. That it's like I'm. The, I'm your coach, nigga. Yes, the fucking you lie. Sit your ass on that fucking bench. The fuck is you talking about? But yeah, man, congrats to them. And uh, I feel like that was the only crazy thing that really happened this week. They was on some Trump shit. They kind of took the headlines. I'm sure other shit happened, but... Charleston White, you a cold, cold, cold motherfucker for that. Yeah, man, like, getting with Trump. I need him and Trump to get together, man. Him and Pops, they'll run a hell of a <clears> campaign, <throat> man. I think that shit would be the most entertaining shit in the history of the world. I don't think it'll be no headlines for nobody if them two got together. Lord Jesus. Well, well, you got to think Charleston White is only known in the in the in the in the in the in a in 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 small demographic. 
That's why he need to get with Trump. Make that demographic bigger. <laughs> that's my whole point. Make it bigger. Hey, uh, hey for, for the audience that's listening, that's Moody's 10 times saying Trump already. <laughs> we are only eight minutes into the pod. And I'm going to uh, probably say it 10 more times before we done. What's up with this Obama shit? Them saying he, wait, some wait. dude came out with a skint. Like, wait. Why they why boy said he banged Obama while he was snorting coke? Like what the fuck is happening? Nah, he said Obama was smoking crack. I was smoking crack. Damn Obama, I tried to give you a pass. They said you were straight on the Marion Barry. That's just crazy. Do they even do they even screen people before they just put these stories out or is it just I mean it's kind of wild because they was on Tucker Carlson. You feel like Tucker Carlson would probably be a little more responsible about that shit, but that's that's I don't know how that's about to go. We're going to get back into that. Our special guest just stepped up in the building. The one and only NBA's leading technical foul gear, the greatest power forward to ever play the game of basketball, in my opinion, because he Wallace in the building makes some fucking noise. Hey. Hey, look, first off, first off, I ain't first, dog. You know what I mean? I'm third on the list. There's two people in front of me. You got to get them facts right. You know what I mean? Everybody always think I'm the first, but the two people that's in front of me, you know, the media and white folks like them, so of course they going to say something about me. Wait, who who in front of you, cuz? I, I, why I always felt like you was first for some reason? Uh, no. Uh, Carl Malone is first overall. Mm. Yeah, y'all, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't uh, know that. that, huh? I ain't know that. Yeah, look yeah. that up. I ain't know it. It's Car- I'm third. It's Carl Malone. Um, Dennis two. Is Dennis I two? It, I think it's Dennis two. I'm three and Barkley four. Barkley. Oh, okay. The other greatest power forward, Charles Barkley. I got a funny Charles Barkley story when I was out with Cuz one time at dinner. This nigga thought he was the mayor. This shit is crazy. But we gonna get into that. Welcome to the pie. Welcome to riding out all day, Cuz. What's good with you? Man, same thing. Can't complain. Staying in my lane till it's time to change. Beloved. Bars. Shout out, bro. And this is my bro, M. Davis. Nice to meet you, brother. Privilege, good, privilege, and an honor. Word. So, yeah, so so I was explaining it before you hopped on the pod. Like, so we change our names in the studio every week. But, like, my joint is, you see what it is? She, Wallace's little cousin. I was telling yeah, my bro, M. Davis. Like, yeah, like literally, but, like, literally, this is how, like, I became a, a nigga in Philly, like, but before I was Jay Moody, every party I went to was Big Cuz, then I started going to parties without Big Cuz, and every time I would go to the door, they were like, yeah, let him in, he's she Wallace's little cousin, swear to God, the swear to God, that's coast. not my legend, fucking, the ultimate co-sign, fucking Big Cuz, yeah. <laughs> this nigga had a swear to God. co-sign, <laughs> I Yo, swear to fucking God, wow, I swear to God, everybody at every door, that's what they said. Wow. So welcome to the podcast, man. Like I said, it's a privilege and an honor to have a, a NBA champ fucking with us. No doubt. No doubt. Thanks for having me. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you know what I wanted to ask you? This is this is some real off the record shit. I've never asked you this and I never understood it, but I always wanted to ask you, why did you go from 30 to 36? Um, Because that was the year my brother well excuse me not the year that was the age my brother was my oldest brother was when he passed away oh, X. rest in peace X. yeah so 
So I that was uh, his tribute for him. Yeah. Other than that, I, I always wore 30. Yeah, no, no, except, for sure. Except I, for when I first, first, first started playing basketball. Oh, damn. When I first started playing basketball over there at Lonnie Young, I was wearing number eight. And so, you know, that's the closest number I can get to number six. Of course, you know why I wanted to be number six. Who didn't? Dr. Everybody J. wanted to be Doc. Doc you know J. I mean? Doc, especially so when I got the grab my rookie year, uh, Mr. L was like, no, nah, you're a big man. You're too big to have a number six. I mean, a number eight. So he gave me, he threw me 30 in. Been rocking with it ever since. And then I started to like it even more because I fuck with uh, Billy Owen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Golden State Warriors. Of course, trying, trying to be like my big brother when he was, uh, you know, my big brother was a Billy Owens fan. He was, he told me all about, you know, college ball as far as stats and all of that shit. And he liked, uh, he liked Syracuse. He liked Billy Owens. That's when they had him. Derek yeah. Coleman and the floor general, Sherman Douglas. DC Sherman Douglas. Damn! Wow, you going back? I, I shout shout out the shout out to all the oh man. Speaking of all the smoke, cause you remember we was in Vegas, we was downstairs at the hotel, and the waiter came and I said Matt Barnes looking motherfucker, and then Matt Barnes popped up on our table like an hour later. I was ready to I was ready to whoop your ass. Out of nowhere, no, no, it's just Jay, crazy. Yeah, we scared. Jay, <laughs> <laughs> no, the waiter will look exactly like Matt. But I'm like, yo, this is Matt Barnes waiting at our table, and then Matt, swear to God, popped the fuck up on us. We in Vegas one time, but um, shout out to shout out to all the smoke, up and smoke, all the smoke. Up but smoke tour, they 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 told us you told the story on there about Joe Klein, man. Like, can, can we run that back real quick? Like, I thought that was a crazy story. I never knew that. Like, they asked you about who was your one player that like kind of welcomed you to the league. I feel like our listeners would really enjoy that that story real fast. I think he got. That's I think he did? logged off for a second. We're gonna get him back. We're gonna get him back. Hold on. Yeah, we'll get him back in the building. Oh, for sure, for sure. For y'all that don't, don't just tuning in right now, that's Rasheed Wallace. Portland Trailblazers legend. Detroit Pistons legend. North Carolina legend. They they had to take that uh L to the LA Lakers though in his last championship that he went to though. I was in the building, you know what I mean? Kobe, shout out to him. You know he, was, he was there rooting against Cuzzo. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I absolutely was. I I definitely was was rooting against Cuzzo when I, I I was at that game seven in L.A. Cuzzo was definitely on the floor. He hit a big three. No, we we got you. We we, we was holding it down while you was going for him, and we you took a little bathroom break. But I was definitely in the building game seven in L.A. against the Boston Celtics. Cuz was on the floor. He hit a big three at the end of the game. Scared the shit out of me. I was a Lakers fan at the end of the day. You know, that was his last hurrah, you know what I mean, in the championship. But uh Yeah. The good old days. The good old days. So so let's let's rewind time to uh Detroit. I got a funny little Detroit story too. Uh, well, we was in Miami. But um a funny little story about the Detroit Pistons. But let's re- rewind back to them Detroit days. Like, how did you feel when you got traded to Atlanta, played a game there, and then got traded to Detroit. Did you know? Did you have a feeling soon as you got there, or did it take a minute before it set in that you knew you guys were were able to contend for the four championship that year? 
Well, well, uh, real talk. I didn't even know I was going to leave Atlanta until I talked with the GM. The GM boy was like, yo, he said, I'm, I'm going to shoot you straight. He said, um, you know, ever since we got you, we got a lot of calls and this and that. So he said, um, you know, I got to do what's best for the team. No matter, I got to put all my personal feelings aside, do what's best for the team. If it makes more sense to keep you, then we're going to keep you. But if it makes more sense to trade you, then we're going to have to trade you. And I said, good brother. I said, to me, you are one of the top GMs to ever GM this game because you yeah. were straight up with me. He was, he was just straight yeah. up. And um, and I was like, all right, bet. So when I got traded to Detroit, it's wild because I was just in there like two weeks before that. And, you know, we was talking mad shit. Me, Ruben, um, Patterson, Bonzi, well, yeah, Damon, we was talking mad shit. And yeah. um, and here I am two weeks later. Now we teammates, right? So first first thing I yeah. said is like, hey man, I just want y'all to know that shit I said a couple weeks ago wasn't personal to none of y'all. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, 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 I just want I just wanted to clear the air real quick. You know what I mean? I didn't want them to sure, be like, oh sure. man, what was all that shit you was talking a couple weeks ago, nigga? So I yeah. you know, I, I wanted to clear the air real quick. But um no, nah, once once I got there, man, and we and we started playing, I say it was probably about it was probably about the fourth or fifth game when I was like, oh, okay. we're gonna we gonna do something. Now I wasn't yeah. saying in my head that we gonna win a chip, but I was like, oh, we're gonna we gonna make some noise. Like, you know, we, we gotta be considered one of the top teams in the East right now. Because just the way that we all was rocking and rolling, yeah, and it was like we all just it, we all just clicked out of out of nowhere. We all just clicked, and it was a, a mental thing and it was a defensive thing. You know, everybody played yeah. their part. Didn't nobody step outside their boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Everybody swallowed their ego because yeah. with me, I'm coming here. I'm coming from Portland, where yeah, I was the man on the team. I could have taken the as many shots as I sure. wanted, but and vice versa. Here come Chauncey from from Denver and Boston. You know what I'm saying? He was the man. And then here come Rick. Rick was coming from DC playing with Mike. And he was getting with the Mike, ball yeah. just as much as Mike. So we all was mm-hmm. in our and, and you know, on our other teams, we all was in our same element. The only one who um who was there already was Tayshawn. Because you know, he got yeah. drafted. So, you know, Ben came and you know, I came and Rick, and you know, we all was outsiders. So it was like, look, we weren't no league darlings, no media darlings, but all them cats played defense and all them cats had heart. And that's why I fuck with yeah. everybody on that team to this day. Everybody, bench included. Hmm. To this day, we, we ain't had no punks. No punks. Real quick, real quick, let's go back to Atlanta. Didn't because if I ain't mistaken, didn't you like break a record when you played in Atlanta for that one game? Ain't you like that? Like don't you got like a record for for playing in Atlanta for one game or something like that? Oh uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm up there um, with Dominique. You know me and Dominique up there. You know as far as uh, <laughs> you know points average per game. You know what I'm saying? Me and me and Dominique. We all know Dominique Williams. You know top fifty of Hall course. of Famer. You know, it's like no. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it was just that one game. I think I had I had like about 27, 28 points, something like that. But um, yeah, it was crazy that they they listed that up there as one of the highest um, points per game in uh, in Hawks history. That shit just funny as shit to me. Damn, speaking of uh, speaking of Hall of Fame, you think you're getting in? What, what, what? I'm already in the Hall of Fame. I want to be in. 
I'm in the Philly Hall of Fame. I'm in the Philly Absolutely. Black Sports, Sports Athletes Hall of Fame. That's that's what matters. He's by his way. Got a street Congrats. name there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Appreciate that, fam. That's what matters to me, though. Like, like NBA Hall of Fame, I'm already in there. You know what I'm saying? They got me in there for the technical bullshit, for the, for the most <laughs> in the season. And I'm already in there because they put every championship team up in there. You're right. So, yeah. Yeah. No, nah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm in absolutely. there. So, real, but the one quick, that meant a... mean to me is, is Philly, though. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. How many times real, you been real. that? How many times you been that? Been been down that road that they uh they named after you since 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 you got the name. Oh, uh, a little bit, a little bit. You know, it all depends on um, what I go back home for, and if somebody that's rolling with me from out of town be like, yeah, this, you know. Rolling by grass and shit, let them let them see the kingdom. You know what I mean? Yeah, where, where it all started at. Shout out to grass. Uh, and how important we used to have a legendary. Hey, hey Davis, we used to have a legendary camp there every summer, yo. Like this was the greatest basketball camp in the history. I mean, I've only been to this basketball. Was you was you place. hooping? Was you hooping there? You was hooping? Fucking right. I was a camp counselor, nigga. I used to teach the young boys how to hoop at the Rashid Wallace basketball camp. Don't get it fucked up, nigga. Okay. Talk about. Okay. You talking about, nigga? Okay. Told you had a job at that bitch. So how important was that, uh, you know, that uh, naming the road after you to your legacy and, you know, being that it's always going to be there and shit like that? Um, man, it, it definitely feels great. It feels great for, uh, you know, the family. And, and you know, it also, in and, and retrospect, you know what I mean? It just makes me want to actually uh, do more, keep walking a path that, that I'm on because, um, you know that's 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 something you got to live up to right there. You know Absolutely. if I go out if I go out here and do some dickhead shit and you know just keep doing things over and over, well, guess what's gonna happen? That yeah. that sign gonna come down real fast. Yeah, yeah it's gonna re- it's gonna you know reflect the action. Absolutely. Exactly. So so you know that to me that's that was that was a neighborhood thing. That was a Philly thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying it wasn't it wasn't just for me. It wasn't just for the family. I felt like. It was for all of it, yo. Because any any type of accomplishment that I do have with basketball, I didn't do it by myself. So I can't, you know what I mean, take the credit for it. But, you know, I'm just blessed to be able to be in that position to have that road, uh, that street named after me, man. Absolutely. Cause real quick, do you remember we was in Miami, y'all was playing against the Heat this particular weekend. And follow me here. Who all came down? Me, Reek, I think Weeks was there. It was a whole bunch of us down there. And yeah, and it was supposed to be this big national televised game between y'all and the Heat. It was, you know, after y'all won y'all championship, all that shit. Mm-hmm. And Shaq got fucking traded the day of the game. And they postponed the game, made it later. And when we came to the game, the whole top of the motherfucking arena was empty. You remember this game? I think so. We was yeah, yelling, and we was we was yelling to you. We were, I was yelling to you from the stands, and you was hearing everything I was saying. That's how many people was in the fucking stadium. <laughs> That's crazy. That wow. But, but this, but but this the funnier shit. You didn't come out that night, so Reek had a party down there that he had going on, and I guess he told the promoter he was bringing like a piston or two to the game. So you know what phone call I got that night that I was airing to follow. And who was who was big boy that was with us? Who was big boy that was with us in Vegas? Is his name Ramon, the one that had the crazy party in Seattle? Was that his name, Ramon? Yeah, Am I yeah. remember? 
Ramon was there. He was like, when you get to the party, tell him you Aaron to follow. I literally go to the party, say I'm Aaron to follow, but this is the crazy shit, Davis. The bouncy boy asked me for my ID. I give it to him. The shit clearly says Jason fucking movie. <laughs> ain't, ain't even thinking. <laughs> ain't thinking. He let me in. Ramon is walking around with me all night like he my bodyguard and the DJ all night long. Like, shut up the air to follow. DJ Christmas in the fucking day. I swear to fucking God. Ashley, oh. true fucking story. Ultimate hey, coast. That's how it's me. You gotta, gotta take advantage of that shit. <laughs> true fucking story. So, so shout out to Aaron. I was Aaron to follow for a night in Miami. Definitely. I think I got some pussy that night too off being Aaron to follow. So, shout out to him. Oh, wow. I hope you did. <laughs> I hope you shout did. Aaron. Uh, I saw a clip with you. Uh, you know, it was a while ago. The, the the shooter or the shot. Can you break that down for us one more time? Because I feel like that went over a lot of people's head. Oh, the shooter and the shot. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a shooter. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I, I I make shots now. Now a shotter. You know what I'm saying? You just gonna be sitting up there taking a lot of shots and and. In bulk, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Give us an example. Can you give us an example of a shatter versus a shooter? Um, yeah, look at Phil go like like as, as great as he was, like uh, Cole Westbrook, you know I mean? Westbrook, Westbrook. They they, okay. they shooting shots. They shooting shots. You know what, what about Chuck? Would you say Chuck was a shatter? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm a shooter. I make shots. No, you, I make shots. Cause... That's the difference between that shooter and that shotter. I ain't taking okay. a lot of shots. But the shots I take, I'm making. I make shots. I always want, got to shoot at a high clip. Yeah. Okay. Percentage. I think, I, Percentage. Yeah. You <laughs> Chicago I, niggas, I think, don't, don't take that the wrong way. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think a lot of the game, a lot of today's game is predicated on players like you, DC. Um, I wouldn't say C-Webb because C-Webb was more back to the basket. He really didn't travel out to that three-point line. But when you first started in the league, at least, you was real down low presence, getting rebounds, dunking, screaming. But like when you got to Portland, you extended that game to the three-point line. Like what made you do that? Like what made you have the wherewithal to, to step out a little further and, and expand your game like that? Um, the position I played. Uh, so okay. so that year, that year, the coach wanted to go big. He played Sabonis at the five. He started uh, Brian Grant at the four, and at the time, um, Brian, I think he's like top three rebounders in the league, um, offense and defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wanted me at the three. So I'm like, all right, and then, you know. I'm not, I'm not used to, like, it's a lot of running, <coughs> excuse me, it's a lot of running when you, when you involved with that, you know what I'm saying, you're yeah. coming off of screens, this and that, so, you know, I'm just used to setting screens and, and playing a three from the four or five man position because I'm, you know, in my head, I'm them, so I know, like, where they like their screens at, you know what I'm saying, where the three man like to be set up at, let me get out the way, you know what I mean, all of that, so, when I had to play it, I was like, all right. It was only it was only one person who bust my ass, dog. 
Like, like on everything. He probably has the the career. I played against a lot of dudes from college all the way in the league, but he probably scored the most points on me and averaged the most points on me throughout my basketball career, dog. Who was that? And it was uh, Glenn Rice. Oh, oh God! I thought it was dirt. I'm up a dirt bust your no. ass one time because I ain't gonna no, lie. Yeah, that, and, that, and, and look, and look, and that and that was it. Just what you said that one time. That, that was, that was, probably, no, that was probably about the first time when he came into the league because ain't nobody yeah. knowing. Yeah. But guess what? Guess what? Just just like they did with your man uh, Jeremy Lin. Once you get figured out. Oh, yeah, exactly. no, for sure, Once for sure. Got figured out. Yeah, all you ain't hear all that dirt shit. Now they always had him up there because you know he's a good shooter. I, I'm, I will admit that he can shoot the motherfucking lights out the motherfucking gym. Yeah, but yeah, he's to me, it's a liability. Yeah, for the simple fact you ain't playing no defense. So if you going out yeah, scoring thirty, what, what, what is it if you giving up thirty or more? Mm. But. But speaking of who you talking about, you got to think. Glenn Rice was well-seasoned when you got into the league. So him. Hey, man. Hey, man. That man bust my ass. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> I ain't Glenn Rice was cold. I, I fell, he I was fell cold. for it all, too. I fell yeah. for the pump fake. I fell for the, uh, you know, the pump fake, dribble right, dribble left for the pull-ups. I fell for all the hesitation moves. I fell for yeah. all that shit, dog. All four times, because you know you play them two times in LA, and we played them two times in Portland, and this is yeah, before yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yo, I'm telling you, man, he having a field day. I'm running through screens. I'm getting fouled and shit. I'm running through screens because you know what I'm saying it's a certain footwork that when you playing out there on the wing that you gotta have. You know yep, what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not. I'm for me. I'm a big man, man. I'm not trying to try and and move my body around those screen no i'm running through you especially if you're a little motherfucker yeah i'm getting that foul i'm yeah. running right through a motherfucker man send that message but, send that message yeah but but chasing him though man sheesh the only thing i could do was punish him back down the other end mm-hmm. yeah but wait, damn wait. though i'm telling you he averaged it was had to have been like about like 32 something like that damn yeah damn. Uh, he has hey, he has some mj him. numbers Wait, wait, talking about speaking Bro. speaking to MJ real fast, real quick. Hey Davis, I was watching up this smoke all the smoke. See, was you bullshitting when you say they beat y'all by 65? The Bulls? No, it wasn't it wasn't the Bulls, it was the Pacers. It was the Pacers. Oh, the, pa- so, the Pacers so, beat y'all by 65 points. God yeah, damn, it, was it was either it was either 55 or 65, one of the two on everything, real talk. So the night God before damn. we we in we in Chicago. So this this okay. um this is the young Blazers team. It was uh me, Damon, J.R. Ryder, Bonzi, yeah, um, yeah. Jim Jackson, um, you know, this Walt Williams. This was a young team, right? So Shout out to JJ. We uh you know what I'm saying, we balled out. I think that was one of the years the Bulls won either it was either the 72 and 10 or they won like 70 and 12. But whatever it was, it was an impeccable yeah. record that still stands to this day. And it yeah. was an impeccable, impeccable home right there. I think they only lost three games at home, and we was one of the yeah. three. Oh man, yeah. we was on. Hey, we was on a motherfucking high, dog. On yeah. everything, fam. We was in that gym. Yeah, we giving them every. I'm talking shit to Mike, all this, right? And because I know, I know, I got a killer. Like Jr. Ryder is a killer. You know what I mean? So it's like I can talk shit to Mike. 
and I ain't got a garden. So, <laughs> so he can he can he can do what he wants. You know what I mean? As far as on offense, we just gonna help Jr. out as much as we can. But the thing is, hey yo, guess what? Back down on the other end, Mike, you can't hide. You gotta play D now, and you going against yeah. the dog. You going yeah, against yeah, the killer, Jay Rogers, the killer. Dog. He was a dog. UNLV alumni. And so we, uh, you know, we we on like I said, we on the high. So boom, we all get on the bus and everything. We get on the plane. So you know, on the plane, we having a couple brews. You know, eat dinner, all that shit. So we get to the hotel in Indiana. So it's like, all right, so cats, you know, we didn't go right to sleep. Some cats sitting up playing. We playing cards, you know, gambling, shit like that. Some cats might be on the game. So, you know, we still feeling good coming in, shooting around. Uh, shooting around, excuse me, that next morning. We feeling good, everything. Hey, dog, we go out there on that floor. Hey, man, I swear to goodness. I think they shot as a team. As a team, I think they shot like 69, 68, 69%. As a team. Oh my God. Yo, <laughs> man, we had we had Antonio Davis and Dell Davis hitting 12 foot baseline jump shot. Oh, them Davises. We was like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Wow, that's 2K numbers. Oh man, hey yo, I'm telling you. Rick Rick Smith. Rick Smith was killing this. Yo, I'm telling you, everybody, everybody that night on that team, for real, yo. Had to shoot over motherfucking forty five percent. Damn, yo, they ran, man. What? I ain't never, I ain't never got embarrassed on a basketball court like that. I done lost some big games. I done, you know, did some dumb shit in games, but I ain't <laughs> never been embarrassed about it like I was that night. We lost by. I'm telling you, it was either fifty five or sixty five. It was the NBA record up until like about. Who was about two years ago? I think somebody somebody broke that. Yeah, somebody got killed. When they yeah, I know like, you talk. I can't remember the game, but they got yeah, killed. Yeah, they hit like 60, 60 something threes or something like that. NBA record or some shit. I was like, Ooh. What uh? What the coach say after that? Did he even talk to y'all? What nothing? What nothing he could say? <laughs> God <laughs> so, damn! So it, it, it was like it was like to the fact of. We were we weren't playing like horrible, you know. We yeah. were still missing missing some shots, missing our regular shots. But it was just like every time it was like we taking the ball out of bounds. Every fucking time, dog. So you know what that means if we taking the ball out of bounds every time yeah. they coming down, they score. They score. They score. No, yeah. A dunk. Uh, and one. A three. Two. I'm telling you, man. Y'all gotta look that up, dog. I'm telling you. Hey man, they, yeah. they I mean, sometimes ran, you had a night like a hot knife through butter, dog. <laughs> God damn, that's that's hot. That's how Moody, your little cousin, did me on two K that time, dog. Oh yeah, 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 little G, my nephew. Yeah, he 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 bet my nephew twenty dollars. He and he carved him up like a Christmas goose. That shit was bad. Speaking speaking right. of two K, uh, are we gonna get you on two K twenty four? Yeah, like what you doing, dog? Like I'm trying to. I mean, my old ass ain't playing two K no fucking. Let me shut up. I'm not playing that um, shit. I don't care. If you yeah, do yeah, I'd be on there if they come up with that bread. <laughs> I know that's the fuck right. Okay, so 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 that's the only issue. Yeah, that's the only issue. Other than that, I ain't got no problem with them cats. Yeah, so they wait, they don't pay. Sick. They don't. They don't pay like the 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 players that are retired. I mean, through the licensing, they get everybody that's playing, but they don't pay the the retired players for they spot on the floor. 
compared to what they make is crumbs. Now, yeah, don't, don't get me don't get me wrong. I got you. Because I'm, you know, hey, you know, money is money, and yeah. you know, you you got to respect for what it is. So what they usually do is give like cats ten thousand dollars. One so, check, one check, ten thousand. Yeah, because because you know that's that's what you playing. You playing for that one team. Oh, okay. so now now what they wanted to do with me was give me a check for ten thousand dollars, but they wanted me on two teams. They wanted me on the 04 Pistons and they wanted me on the um the Blazers. The ninety nine Blazers. The jailblazers mm. team. Yeah. So they uh. wanted me, but but y'all only wanna give me ten thousand, right? So now I know everybody like, man, you know, she, oh shit, 10,000, I could do this or that with it. Correct. I'm saying, I'm not disrespecting the fact that it's 10,000. But yeah, when when they're offering you 10,000 to use your name, your image, your likeness, anytime they want, anywhere they want for a full year to promote their game, number one, yeah. 10,000, that's not going to do it. So yeah, I yeah. told them, Chad, they, they came at me about three, four times. So I told them, Chad, you. Either, either give me one hundred twenty-five thousand, but I was just going to split that with with cats on the team. You know, bust it down. Fourteen, yeah. Okay. Either give me one hundred twenty-five thousand, or I want a full percentage point of the gross sales, global, mm. global mm. sales. And so, other than that, tell them motherfuckers to leave me alone, and they've been leaving me alone. Oh, Ronnie, cut that check. Ronnie is worth it. That's yeah, they, Wallace. The yeah, they make billions. Problems. And Barkley yeah. not on there, but Barkley was yeah. saying the same thing. Bar- you know, Barclay's Reggie same not thing. on there either. Yeah, yeah, Reggie, not, and Reggie not on there either. There's a couple players yeah. that's not on that joint. And, but you got Mike. I feel like they're not giving Mike ten thousand. That ain't man, working. Man, I, I guarantee you, Mike is getting some of them um, gross sell percentage points. Oh yeah, that's for sure. I, I put money on it because here's my thing. Man, so the first the first three months when the game come out, you mm-hmm. know that's so you talking like uh, October, November, December. Yeah, right. They sell a minimum five million copies in the U.S. alone. They sell minimum five million copies. Yeah, and yeah. from that five million copies, make minimum of uh, five hundred million. Yeah. In three months. 10,000 ain't shit. And that's 10, not counting shit. That's not counting the jerseys, the in app purchases, the shoes. Exactly. Oh my God. And the crazy so part is like, but the crazy part, even with saying that, cause 125 is a little bit disrespectful. Well, no, but see, I'm, sa- I'm saying that because I know that they're not going to come with the real shit. And I know the yeah. 125, like I said, it was just going to be a, a bust down with the other yeah. cats on the team. Yes. But yeah. man, I can't I can't bust down ten sacks with with cats on the team. I mean, yeah. shit, that you know, forty fifty dollars a man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh. And you got to think too. This episode, this the new one coming out, gonna have Kobe on it, so it's gonna do outrageous oh, yeah. it's gonna numbers. Retarded. It's yeah. gonna be retarded. Because everybody want to get it because it's gonna have a Kobe cover and probably yeah. gonna be in like some either Lakers colors or like a gold. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, it's a hundred dollars. For the yeah, yeah, they they put the price up. The price, yeah, the price went up see? on it. Yeah, the price went up on that so, shit. So, so check it out. So that's a hundred dollars that you paying for in the store. Imagine what they, yeah. uh, imagine what they selling it for on a download. Yeah, because on yeah. a download straight to the game, guess what they're going to do? They're going to include something. 
Yeah. They're gonna include yeah. like, oh, your 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 character gets like uh authentic Kobe you know, jerseys. A, a, authentic Kobe jersey home or away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or a pair of sneakers or something like that. Yeah, they're gonna get that away. But guess what? So for the cats who, who didn't buy the game, so when they playing it later on and they buy them in at purchases, yo, all that shit add up. When you go what you gotta do to make your man better? You gotta get one on one time in the gym, right? That's yep. more shit yeah. you gotta pay Absolutely. for. Like Absolutely. I told these cats, man, I've been playing video games since Commodore 64, man. When God, I had damn. one joystick and one red button. I God, played every damn. video game system up to this day. The only one I haven't played thus far is the Oculus, the little VR drone. Yeah. Yeah. But I played every other gaming system that they got out and, and ever put out. So you still play 2K? No, I, don't, I ain't played um, basketball games since Live 98. Okay. Oh, that, that Live 98 was crazy, and, too. And that was, and that was Sega. That was on Genesis. God yeah, that was damn. definitely Genesis. <laughs> God damn. That was definitely Genesis. Every, you- every time... Every time I played live after that, it was always with the Trailblazers until until the 2K started coming out. That's when I became a Lakers fan. Real, real quick through my basketball life, it was Bla- it was Sixers. Then when Cuz got drafted, it was Bullets, Blazers, plus the Sixers. Then when Shaq left yeah, the Lakers, once Shaq, but like once Shaq left the Lakers and the Sixers traded AI, I never was a Sixers fan again. I left them. But so oh, when God. when Cuz lost to the Lakers. We'll get in I'm I'm gonna get into cousin to the Lakers in the conference finals because like that I mean, shit. You might as well like get a... into it now. <laughs> so look, because I always wanted to ask you this question. <laughs> I remember being at a fucking uh, my boy crib. We was in that joint. I was talking heavy shit. You remember when we used to come play for the six? We used to come play the six. We would all come to the games. I used to have my fucking Blazers jersey or my Blazers. Warm up, so I'm blazered out at the Sixers game, being a Sixers fan back in the day, but cousin town, so I'm a Blazers fan too. So I remember being at my boy house, it's packed in that joint. We watching the Western Conference Finals, is game fucking seven. I'm talking mm-hmm. big shit, y'all, y'all mm-hmm. niggas, y'all. I told y'all niggas, cuz about to win the championship. Fuck y'all talking. I'm talking my shit <laughs> heavy. <laughs> Heavy, <laughs> didn't a motherfucker collapse happen? I just never forget you, Kobe, cross Scotty, and threw that bitch up, and Shaq dumped that bitch. Everybody in the party pointed at me and laughed. I know how I felt. <laughs> how did you feel in that moment, cause like, like, how, like, what was going through your head in that moment when Shaq caught that fucking? Leap? Um, I got caught in between. You definitely because, did. Because, That's why they were pointing at my dumb ass. <laughs> because uh, because uh, Pitt got crossed. When Kobe was coming down, Kobe took, I think, after he crossed Pitt, he took, like, one more dribble. So, yeah. you know, me and uh, uh, I think it might have been Brian Grant in the picture, too. But we both tried to Grant. step up to stop Kobe. And as soon as I took that, the one, two steps forward, he put it up. And it's like, I, I thought it was more of a jump shot at first. So I half-heartedly yeah. jumped, thinking that, like, he going to get Shaq to bounce pass. So I half-heartedly jumped, trying to, you know, get the bounce pass. And that motherfucker went right over my hand. It's bigger than this one. Boom! <laughs> and, 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 and did his point. I was like, ah. Oh. But 
it was um it was crazy though because you know i mean because uh we missed like 13 straight shots so yeah. the only thing at the time i of course i was heated but as i sat down after that game and and watched the game you know watch film it was a basketball guy it wasn't meant for us to win yeah. That's, yeah. that's the only way i can look at it that's why steve smith the vet smitty with that fucking spin you be grant Oh my oh, god, you couldn't that's, tell that's me shit had, about y'all. That's when we had a young Bonzi Wells, and he Bonzi, was killing cold. Bonzi. The bonus, the bonus was so cold, yo. Like, niggas man, don't understand how cold Sabonis was. I only thing with Sabonis, man, if he wasn't so scared of Shaq, number one, right, yeah. it would have been better. So here's, here's, here was my remedy to that situation. So I got tired losing to these cats every year. They it was the Lakers. Lakers always put me out the playoffs. I think it was either four or five out of the seven years that I played there in Portland. Yeah. Lakers put me out the playoffs. Okay. So okay. I'm I'm like, all right. So you know, one year I'm like that same year, 99, I'm like, all right, we got a great team right now. We got a big point guard with Pitt running the point. You know what I'm saying? Smitty at the two. You know what I'm saying? We had a good squad, a nice squad, right? So yeah. it's like I told I told the coach, I'm like, look, instead of starting Sabonis, let's start Dale Davis. So I was like, let's start Dale. And we used to call him D Square. Yeah. So I was like, start yeah, D Square. And because D Square, one, he's strong, he's stronger than Sabonis. He's younger than Sabonis, and D Square ain't no punk. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He gonna he gonna stick his face in there, <clears throat> stick his chin in there to take them elbows and them shoulders when Shaq dipping them. But guess what? He gonna stand his ground. So we like look. D Square. D Square was low key like Rodman in a sense, like like well, like not Rodman, but in a sense he was kind of like he had that energy. He definitely had that energy of Rodman. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, D Square was he was a strong athletic uh, four or five down there. Yeah. But we know we know he wasn't scared of Shaq. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, all right, bet. This is what I told the coach. I'm like, look, if you start Dale, let him play Shaq. Then that way, I'm gonna be the only help because I think at the time I forgot who they four was, but they four was irrelevant. Was it right? Was it Hori? It was it right? No, no, hard Grant. It was hard Grant. It was hard Grant. It was hard Grant. Yeah, he was he was irrelevant. Yeah, right, off the bench. He was irrelevant. So I was the help man, right? Okay. So I could help Dale or stay home because Dale could stand his ground with Shaq. The same yeah. way y'all saw Ben stand his ground with Shaq. Absolutely. So I'm like, all right, start him, bring the bonus off the bench. Reason why? Because I think who, I forgot who they second string center was after Shaq, but he was irrelevant for the simple fact no second string center in the NBA at any time I was playing in Portland to handle Sabonis. And the only yeah. only cat Sabonis really had trouble with was Shaq because he was so big and strong and athletic. He had that young Shaq. And then, um, you know, of course, if he ran into other uh, younger, more athletic centers and stuff like that, you know. But other than that, man, if he would have started Dale, I think it would have been a different outcome. Yeah. Mm. Damn. Yeah, but that, that, that I, I was looking like an asshole it was bad. I was so pissed. I, I never <laughs> get that night. 
I got redemption in the 04. You you definitely did. You definitely did. Let's let's switch gears a little bit. Let's let's go into something that a lot of folks might not know about you. Um Urban Life Music, 100X. He he Wallace the rapper. Like a lot of people don't know this story. Um my first experience in a huge studio you know you know i've always been into the music you know what's crazy davis the one motherfucker that warned me against music was my big cousin he told me yeah, you better leave that shit alone that shit a fucking headache he definitely warned me against that shit but yeah damn and look at you now the, this, this, exactly now i'm a podcast <laughs> <laughs> but no like like on some real shit big cuz opened up the studio what was that, 20th and Moyen Misting down in South Philly? Yeah, right there in South remember, Philly near the airport. Right near the airport. I'll never forget the first night we was there, the grand opening. I just remember this dude. We was in one of the rooms, and this dude was singing There You Go by Johnny Gill. And we was standing there, and you was looking at him like this nigga was crazy. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I never forget that shit. But like, like what? What was it that inspired that part of your life? Like, I, I know, and I know that was the thing, like, even Kobe being from the city, trying to have a button rap career, like, you you more so wanted to be behind the scenes, run the studio, even though you had bars for him. You, you know, you got your song with 100X and 100X, shout out to Rob, shout out to, what's my man, Stop, Stop used to rap. Stop I never, Stop, Stop used to rap in French. That nigga used to rap in fucking French, yo. Stop used to rap in French, dog. He used to rap in French, but like, what, what like took you to that? Like what, what inspired you? Like once you got to the league, like you, you was making them league dollars. What made you want to invest in music? Um, just being just being a fan of hip hop, you know what I'm saying. Okay. Had had a chance to try to, to try to do something um, on the musical side as far as repping Philly. Mm-hmm. So you know, just being uh, hanging out with a couple cats in the street, this and that, ended up bumping to bumping into um couple producers. And they introduced me to a Hunter X and you know, started hanging out with him, doing this, doing that. And I was like, I was like, yo, I was like, they sound like to me, they didn't sound like nobody else that was out there on the radio. Um, yeah. They had their own little flow, their own little style, individually and as a unit. So um, I was like, all right, shoot, let's, let's see how far we can take it. So got there, I was like, one thing I can do is shit. If I build my own studio, I can rack up. I can save money and yeah. rack up. But I was like, you yeah. know, the, the guys can come down there when we don't have Axe So usually I had um, at least like, I think it was like three nights a week where I gave 100X, gave the group the studio for the night from like, you know, like yeah. 10 on, 10 or 11 o'clock on. Okay. And um, okay. the other nights, you know, we rented the studio out. It was, it was us. Um, Urban Life Music, that was the name of the record company. It was us, yeah. um, Boys to Men, and Patty LaBelle. We were the only three studios in Philly that had this digital uh, 5.0 Euphonics board. Yeah, that board was crazy. Yeah, that board a million, was nuts. million dollar board. And, that board but, was nuts. I remember that board. Now, yeah. I, now, I see why, you know, with Boys to Men Studio and Patty LaBelle Studio, the only people that was allowed to use this board 
was cats who already had a record contract, a record deal. So I, I sent mine out to the hood. You know, it was hood. Hey, you can come down here, cut your demo. You know what I'm saying? Do your album, whatever. I ain't care. And it, but it was the top of the line, um, top of the line equipment. Mm. But I had to get rid of it though. Everything didn't work with X, none of that. And, um, so yeah. I gave them they, I gave them they master. You know what I'm saying? Y'all could do whatever y'all want with them. Uh, I ain't want to hold. You know what I'm saying? Hold them hostage like most of these record companies. And um, yeah, just ended up dissolving the record label in the studio, selling the equipment. Got out that game. It was. It wasn't for me. And then I started getting into music, and I kept calling cousin. Cousin's like, "Kiss my ass! I'm not helping you." With you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're not gonna blame this shit on me, dog. <laughs> so, so what you listening to nowadays? What you? What, what's? I mean, I, I listen to everything. Uh, of course, with me being older now, I'm listening to more. Um, of course, R&B, neo soul. You know, okay. can't had it. Can't had the the rah-rah killing niggas and I'm selling 50 keys in 10 minutes. You can't listen to that all day. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but as far as, uh, Wait. I listen to it all pretty much. I listen to it all. Cuz, let me ask you this. Jay-Z and Nas. Come on, man. You already know. You being funny right now. You probably... Yeah, he, I, I, he I, trying, trying to set me up. Wait, time out. He trying to set me up. for to Davis. Can we please tell him who you listening to? Please tell him. For me, I already, I already know. Now. Yeah, for you, I'm, I'm rolling with Esco. Come on, man! Come on, man! That's all I'm saying. The real niggas listen to Esco. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, all listen, I'm I listen. Saying. I listen to Nas. It just I'm an not, fan. I mean, only, it, it, only, it's not for nothing. The only Jay Z shit that I listen to is his first album, Reasonable, Reasonable Doubt. That's a five star classic right there. All day. That's 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 a joint. You know what I mean? I I bump that now. That's the only thing. You know, that, that wig wearing ass nigga. So nobody want to hear that wig wearing ass Brian Grant wanna be. So nobody want to hear that Brian Grant wanna be. Nobody want to hear that shit. Quit hating, nigga. You saying you saying he got some extensions? <laughs> he got some extensions, cuz it's unbelievable. Hey. Hey, this this nigga this nigga talk about this nigga hair every episode. Come on, man. How you 50 you growing dreads? What the fuck is going on? It's no fucking way, yo. No way. No way. You said he got them extensions. Yeah. He trying to be like that gay painter. That's who he trying to be. Like. <laughs> Somebody trying to hear that shit. Get out of here, home. Get out of here. Cut it out. Let me, yeah, let me ask you this, cut. Go ahead. Let me ask you this. Out of the league right now, well, let me. What do you feel about the league now? It's very different from when you played. Like, what what do you feel about the league now? Um, yeah, no, like you just said, it, it is very different from when I played. You know, now it's more offense. They trying to, you know, get these big TV deals and all that. The people, the people fell in love again with the three point shot. Yeah. Do we blame Steph? Wait, wait, wait. You said again? Wait, time out, time out. You said again? Yeah, again. So when did they? When were they in love with it before? I don't feel like I ever seen a time where you, people you were too, in love. You was too young. You were too young. Okay. It's, a dude, it's a dude named Larry Legend. Okay, but Larry Legend was one person versus the rest of the league. He was special. Yeah, but but no, Steph. but but I, look, see what he just say. No, Steph. I, I can't necessarily blame him. 
But yeah, he definitely got a lot to do with it. <laughs> but, but here's my thing, though. Here's my thing about that. I can't, I can't be mad at him because that's his game. That's his yeah. game. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He he has that talent to step back, you know, 35, 38 feet and bang that joint down. He got that. But that don't mean all these other niggas out here can do that, though, yo. Mm-hmm. Y'all is not him. Be y'all. So now, you yeah. know, hey, now that's, that's the thing. Everybody want to pull up, you know, uh, pull up 35, 40 feet and think it's a cool shot. No, you coming, if I'm coaching, first of all, we're, we got a limited amount of threes we're going to shoot. Yeah. Mm. We're not, as, as, if I'm coaching, so that's what I did when I was coaching high school. Yo, we're not taking, in high school, I gave them, um, I gave them 12. I said, we're not taking no more than 12 threes a game. Because a game? Y'all not gonna, a game. Y'all not going to yeah. fall in love with that three-point line, dog. Go ahead and sell a, sell a ticket to the show with the pump fake and go buy them right left and then yeah. pull up with a jump shot and go to the basket. Play basketball. Especially play. in high school. Oh, my God. Now, what do they all do right now? Don't nobody rim run no more. They running straight to the three-point yeah. line. Yeah, They are. They, are I got, they, they, in a, they in a one-on-one situation. I ain't trying to take that man to the basket. I'm trying to Back them up till I get about 30 feet and I'm raising up. Like, what? Yeah. And and, and, and uh, it, it changed because now you got these guys who follow these algorithms and all of that saying, oh, if you if you take 30, 33s, attempt 33s a game, it's, it's, you're going to be up by so-and-so per quarter. And it's, hey, my man. No, all them bullshit analytics y'all saying, no. I'm not rolling with that because the one the one piece of analytics that y'all can't calculate is a motherfucker heart. Hey yo, mm-hmm. at, at certain times, guess what? A motherfucker asshole gonna tighten up. Tighter than frog's ass. Ain't yeah. no water getting in it. Can't do nothing. On a jump shot. Yeah. You think the league's soft? Oh yeah, the rules made them soft. Because because it's a offensive game. Yeah. yeah. The rules made no sense. You know, you got a couple guys. You got a couple guys that's hardcore. That that you know that like the hang they have on defense. But other than that, yeah, it's Draymond. all offense. Everybody love offense. Did you say everybody, um, yeah, he like to hang his hat on defense. They got and, rid you know, of Demarcus. Everybody want to cross over. If I if I cross you over and come with that trash ass James Harden sidestep bullshit shot. Oh, I'm glad you said it. <laughs> Hank, I'm glad you. I'm glad you said it. Yeah, it's a bullshit shot. It's a trap to me. It's a trap. First off, because it's yeah. three steps, and then then and then you know they also the the, the league allows it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, now, I was about to say had the rules travel. Do you feel like the rules have changed? Yeah. Do you feel like the rules have changed? I feel like the rules have changed in the NBA. They, they have because yeah. now you can't touch nobody. As far as like say yeah. say if we playing right. And, and I'm guarding you, Moody, and you on the left block, okay. and you about to get a, a cross screen, right? Oh, okay. Now, back, back when I played, I could do one of two things. Either I could turn up and I could uh, bump straight into you, give you a forearm and do all this shit, or I could bump and bang into the screener and then mm. just roll with you either way you come off. Now you can't do that. It's like you got to let them run. 
So let me ask you this. How do you think you would have did in the league today with, with the new rules? Oh, I'll kill him. Eight points a him. game. <laughs> how do you think you do with the refs? I mean, shit. I'll be cool. I'll be good because look, look at... Hey, everybody want to talk shit about me and what I was saying to the rest? Hey, first of all, all these young boys, they say I was crying and this and that. But all I'm talking about is fairness. Like, look, yeah. if you see yeah, the travel, yeah. just call it. It don't matter who it is. Yeah. I don't care if it's Michael Jordan. I don't care if it's Henry Witherstein, who's the 15th man on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you see it, call it. There ain't no special privileges out here. You know what I'm saying? We all out here playing hard, just like you out here working hard. Yeah. So to see that's, call that's it, a, that it. was always my biggest thing. And then once I once I caught wind of a couple people and knew what they was doing, oh, that's when I oh I really started to let cats have it. That's how yeah. that, what you was talking about before, Moody with the um with the ref with the tech. I didn't say nothing. Yeah, I already yeah. knew what it was. Yeah, I knew what it was. The fix is in. So, did you ever have so that deal? That's, Oh, go ahead, Davis. Did you no, I was have... going to say that's it. Oh, go ahead, Davis. Go ahead. You got it. You got Did it. you ever have any dealings with that uh that crooked referee that uh had the Netflix special? Tim? What was his name? Tim? Donnie? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I did. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. I point, did. The point the point shaving Netflix, dude. What was his name? Uh, Tim, Tim Donahue. Donahue. Yeah, Tim Donovan. Tim, Tim Donovan. Tim Donahue. No, Donahue. Tim Donahue. Yeah, yeah. Donahue. Yeah. That's crazy that he could, he could capitalize off of that. Now. Well, 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 he did, um, but he wasn't the only one. He just got caught. Yeah, he just got caught. Absolutely. Yeah, there's there's no way that you can tell me one man out of two hundred and something officials was crooked. God damn. There's no way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's no way you can tell me that he's just the the lone wolf. No. The crazy. And then I the already knew about, about it on the inside. I already knew about all that, a lot of that shit on the inside. Wow. I didn't know that Tim Donahue was from here. Like, he from Harrison. Yeah. You know, because I'm living in Lower Marion now, but he from Harrison. I never knew that. Oh, uh, shit. A lot, of, a lot of NBA referees is from um, up our yeah, way. That's what I heard. A lot are from our area. A lot yeah, of them. From Philly, yeah. from Chester, from um, yeah. Allentown, Abington. Um, damn, where's Wash from? I think Wash. Yeah, watch from North Philly somewhere. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a couple of, uh, quite a few, a handful of reps um, from Philly that's in there. Well, well while we talking, while, while we talking about the refing, and, and I know why you do it, but like, I wanted to give our listeners on the road a little history into the, one of the most legendary phrases, once the ball comes off the rim, ball don't lie. That, that's actually the name of this episode. But like, could you give us a little insight to where that came from? Um, the streets of Philly. Okay. Cause see, every, everybody think that I made it up. I didn't make it up. You know, we all we all do stuff that you know in the NBA that we grew up with. Just like when I first uh, started wearing hair, what would I do? I do the strap. You know what I mean? Put the strap in the back yeah. like we do at the crib. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, so absolutely, absolutely. Everything absolutely. was just how it was. So one day, how I originally came out was um it was some again messing with one of them cheating ass refs and <laughs> um i think it might have been a big game and the dude went to the line shot that first one boink and it just came out that ball don't lie mm-hmm. they, hate, they hated that shit 
But I feel like that's the realest shit. Like when it comes to the league, I remember like watching games of you on TV and hearing you scream that shit. And I feel like that's the truest, like that's a very true and authentic statement. Like when that ball comes off the rim, you blew that whistle for no reason. Like that wasn't a foul. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and you know what you know what they they come back tried to be was uh, like if the guy went to the line and made it, he's like, oh, I guess the ball is telling the truth, huh? No, what, I, see. what I tell you, Modi. What I tell you, Modi. <laughs> we gonna we see. But I guarantee you won't call some more bullshit. So we gonna see. Oh, they ain't like that, man. Look, I I got I got a text for getting fouled, dog. Oh shit! <laughs> I got, I no, you got you got to break that down. So so we playing we playing Cleveland in Cleveland. Okay. Right. So okay. We just played them. This is I think on like a Tuesday. No, a Thursday, I think. We just played them on something like a Sunday afternoon, like an NBC Sunday afternoon, right? So um, we play in Cleveland, and how it started was in Detroit, Elgowskis came down, right? He rim running. Okay. He came down, okay. and he tried to post me up. So in the midst of him posting me up, he intentionally threw an elbow at me, right? Okay. So he and he tried to make I give him I give him credit. He tried to make it all look like one one little move, but no, you can see he intentionally winded up through the elbow at me. Boom, elbow hit me in my chest. And I was like, motherfucker. And soon, as soon as he got that ball and turned up, I just came across his top. Why? And bust his head open and everything. And you know, it, it caused the bench clearance for a second and all that, right? So yeah. um you know, they, they gave me a tech. Uh, I think they tried to eject me or something like that. They might have ejected me. I ain't sure. Probably. But uh, they gave me a tech and all that, right? So after the game, you know, that, that's the one thing everybody was waiting to see. The reporters. Oh, yeah. So it's a million reporters at my locker. So okay. they like, oh, she. So, you know, what happened with the whole uh, incident with the Galski? I was like, y'all ask him. He know what he did. I ain't gonna say I ain't saying nothing else about it. Y'all go ask him. Y'all, y'all probably ran in here first and try to get some sound bites on me so y'all can go back and and write y'all shit and do y'all TV shit. But y'all go ask him first and then y'all come back and ask me. Right? That's crazy. Yo, so you seen all you seen you seen it on the tape. It, you seen him wind up, you seen him throw the elbow and try to play it off like, you know what I'm saying? He's just posting up. The motherfuckers ain't come back to me. I, ain't nobody, I ain't that. nobody say, ain't nobody say nothing like, oh yeah, Wallace is right. Look at this dirty elbow. Da, 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 da. Ain't nobody say nothing to me, right? So that next week, we, a couple of days later, we playing them in Cleveland. So now, boom, he got the bandage on his head and shit. So I got, I got the ball in the post, and I'm on a left block. I got the ball in the post, and so I took two dribbles, boom, boom, and now as I'm making a move to the middle, I. I fake baseline and as I'm making my move to the middle, here comes wild ass uh, Anderson Bears out. <laughs> <laughs> he don't even he don't even go for the shot fly. He just come down there tackle me coming in and crashing to me and all three of us fall. Me, him, and Ilgowski. Man, you know what this okay. big referee Jack Meese did? He gave all three of us a test. Wow. 
So, so check it out. It's, 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 it's a little underlying statement to what I'm about to tell y'all. He gave all three of us okay. a text, right? I'm like, okay. I'm like, Jack, how did I get a text? I'm trying to make a basketball move. I didn't kick him. I didn't throw no elbows. I'm going up to make a basketball move to shoot. They bump and crash into me, flagrant foul me. So how do I get a text? He tells me, he says, yeah, um, uh, you know, we got we got word from upstairs that if you guys got into anything, that all you guys is getting in touch with it. I said, damn. <laughs> I said, so even if they foul me and I fall, so I get a text for them fouling me like that? I'm like, damn. I'm like, all right. I said, I appreciate that, but you just, you just made me know that I was right with things. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a business that they run in. They're going to create the narratives that they want to create. Nah, one thing I will... That, that's one, one that's thing worse I, now. Yeah. Well, I know, but, but, but what I was going to say is the crazy part is, and, and I wasn't a Lakers fan at this time. I was a Detroit Pistons fan at this time. Like, the fact that y'all ran them out the gym for one definitely went against what the league wanted that year. Oh yeah, I, I'm just gonna say that. You know, I'm just you know, say that. you know what they did. You know what they did that next year. What they did, as, as David Stern likes to call them, his team of United Nations. Oh, they was by, hey, look. David Stern was mad as shit. He had to come up there on that stage in Detroit and give us that trophy. You know, how I know he was. You know the plan that they was. had for the Lakers. No, he was pissed. Yeah, I know he was pissed. They had a they had a Hall of Fame team. You know the plans the NBA had for them, and we yeah. fucked that all up. Oh, he got yeah. out of there real fast. He handed that trophy off and got out of there real. Wasn't no standing around. <laughs> Bye, niggas. Smiling, taking it. So, so here it is. That next year we playing um San Antonio. So I'm yeah. sitting in the locker room. Me and my man, we we watching the little pregame um interview. And he kept saying his team of United Nations. He wasn't saying that San Antonio Spurs. So yeah, my team of United Nations, this and that. That's all he kept pumping, right? So it comes time to, they doing the anthem and all that bullshit for the beginning of the game. And yeah. we come out, you know, they introduce all of us. Oh, and we all, you know, come out and we line up. And dog, when they introduce them, why each one of them come out and stand right up under the flag from the country they were from? Wow. Yeah, they definitely had the team Argentina that's a, that's and a, France. That's the first time and only time they ever did that during I the NBA. That. Now you've had you've had other you've had other foreigners on on NBA teams like they ain't do that when. When the Bulls was running things with Tony Kukoc when he got three in a row with Mike, mm-hmm. they didn't do that then. Against, or when Dirk or when, went against uh, the Miami yeah. Heat. They ain't do uh, that. They, they, ain't, they ain't even do it this year with uh old with, boy. with uh Jokic. With Jokic. Yeah, they yeah. do it this year with wow. Jokic. You know what I'm saying? But they did it that year. Yo, and that's that's when I knew the fix was in. Wow. The fix, the fix was in. Damn. Yeah, it's all it's all about money with them, man. And like I said, it's only gonna get worse because of these contracts are bigger. Just imagine. Remember that remember that uh that whole tirade that that 
uh, Bron did when he felt like he got fouled on the arm right there at the end of the game. Or yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Against uh, Boston when Jason Tatum hit him on the arm. Oh, how, yeah. many game, how many games do you think they would have suspended me for if I would have did that shit back then? Oh, my God. <laughs> you would have got a mouse at the suspension for that shit. Oh, man. <laughs> we ain't even talking about that, but you would have got a mouse at the palace suspension for that. Oh, oh, rolling over. Everybody on the road, pilots at the palace. Yeah, Brown was a little sassy right there. He was a little sassy. Oh, man. And, and, and then I was like, huh? And then, but, but I can't even say it's just him. It's not just him. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot of these young boys now. And I'm like, man, y'all crazy. They want to sit up here and try to say, I got an attitude problem. No, yeah. and then but they just don't call it a lot of that shit now. They only call it on certain players when they want to. Like of course yeah. we all know Draymond gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. Demarcus would have got it. What you think about Demarcus Cousin not being in the league right now? I feel like it's crazy that don't no NBA team that's, want him. That's just off of that's cause, that's one of Cuz players he wish he would have played with. That's the crazy thing you asking, bro. Oh, where? I like I like Bud. Yeah, that's I, I, it. Still I like trips me up that he's not in the league. Well, that's because of where the league went to now. See, he's a big man. He's talented. You know, he can play, post up, to shoot all that. But the thing about it, he can't run and he don't shoot three. Yeah. Well, well, he can't really yeah. shoot three, and that's what they're they're looking for that hybrid big in the league right now. Uh, uh the evolution. Yeah, but hey, but guess what? Guess what? It's about to go back to the big man. You know why? Because of Jokic. Now, yep, because of Jokic, Jokic and Aaron Gordon. And Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, nice. Aaron, Aaron Gordon, 6'10". Nice. Jokic, 7 I didn't know he was that tall. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know he was that tall. Yeah. Aaron Gordon, 6'10". Jokic, 7'1". So here's what they did. They took advantage of, of the height thing. Yep. Look, they took advantage of all the height. It wasn't nothing. Miami, Miami didn't have a, um, a true center. You know what I'm saying? Like Bam, he's a, he's a four. Bam is about yeah. six nine, and he only yeah. can guard. He only can guard one of them. So it's like if he guard Jokic, then Aaron Gordon getting off score. Then if he go to guard yeah. Aaron Gordon, then Jokic getting off score. They ain't had no other footers to go out there and bang. So yeah, that's, that's what everybody want to do now. Now everyone start to see it. it's coming. You know, the wave of Africans going to come over for the defensive guys because this and that. But yeah, it's, it's going to slowly get, get back to what it was traditional shit. Mm, so let me ask so, you this: I, the, the, okay, what What do you think overall of the evolution of basketball? Like tenth grade, white girls dunking, two hand dunks in high school. Uh, you know, the half court three points in, in junior high. Like, how, how you feel about the evolution of basketball in general? Um, in general. In general, it's going. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You think we're going to get a? Uh, what was you saying, Moody? You, you think they was going to? Uh, uh, a woman was going to be able to play in the NBA? I mean, I feel like Cheryl Miller could have played in the NBA back in the eighties, but that's just me. No, no, she was crazy. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because see, it's, it's it's different from from playing against women on the schoolyard. Cause you know, on the schoolyard, yeah, yeah. it ain't it ain't serious. Y'all ain't playing for money. Y'all just out there balling. No yeah. matter no. And then you know, you kind of sort of like, you know, what I'm saying some some cats get that guilt. Like, man, I don't really want to. Yeah, you know I mean, see up like that. Cause you know, cats play rough D, and then they're gonna be like, oh damn, you just doing that cause she a girl and all that. So 
what we usually do, you know what I'm saying, when a chick is playing. If it's if it's yeah. two chicks playing, then they got to guard each other. Yeah. That's the automatic rule. Yeah. They got to guard each other. But if it's one so, chick so, playing, okay. it's like, uh, but it's for for the evolution now, women's basketball is, is going along the path that it's going along. And I think yeah. the, the younger women today are more skilled than the young men today because there's too many of our young um, athletes out here. Don't matter, black, white, Chinese, whatever. Too many of the young guys out here that don't um, respect their craft. And so it's like, mm-hmm. okay, if, if I can dunk, then I'm good. You know, so mm-hmm. I ain't got to worry about doing nothing else. I ain't got to worry about playing defense, blocking shots, nothing. Yeah. I, I dunk, I'm good. But yeah. they don't they don't work on their overall game. But with the girls, the girls can't dunk. So what they gotta do, they gotta work on that footwork. I gotta work on that pump fake, you know what I'm saying, to sell a ticket to the show so I can get to the rim. Yep. It's very, See, very few of the cats do it. So you don't think Asia Wilson could come into the league and score at least average five and fives? And into what league? The NBA. <laughs> no, man. No. Well, hook me up with because God love you. Well, I do too. She, she can ball. I'm not taking nothing away she from ball her. Ass she can ball. She can ball. She can ball. How tall is she? I want to say 6'8". My... Six, eight. Six, eight. Six, eight. Nah, she like 6'8". She ain't 6'8". Asia Wilson is not no 6'8". Six, six, she might be 6'4". Six, six, yeah. Like, she might be 6'4", six, 6'3". Six, she my height. Could be wrong. Yeah, she's not six eight. She um, six eight is Bella Don. She is not six eight. She's not six eight, dog. Just imagine. She, oh yeah, she's ben, six four. Ben, yeah, Ben Ben Simmons is about six ten. Uh, no, as a matter yeah. of fact, we ain't even gonna go with the big man. We gonna go with guard. Shit. How, how tall is uh, CJ McCullough? Like six four, six three, six four. He like my height. Yeah, Terrence Shane won't do nothing against that. Yeah. yeah, he'll cook her every time, like every yeah. single and, time. And, and then you gotta every remember, you gotta remember, it's two sides of the coin. You gotta play defense uh, too if you're gonna do all that. Yeah, uh, he's gonna lock her up and he's gonna cook her. It just is what it is. Damn, I hate that they got young men out here posing as these girls that's playing these women's sports. Yeah, that was my next Shut question. Shout out to Cuz. He, he's with it. Shout out to Cuz. Boys <laughs> play the boys, girls play the girls. Leave it the fuck there. That's yeah. just what it is. Because you, because the main thing for me, the main thing is, all right, first you're a punk because you're taking, you must have got your ass beat in that sport, either basketball or or box. I mean, not boxing, basketball or uh, what other swimming. sports you mainly seen them in? Yeah, swimming, swimming, running, running, track and field, running. Like yeah. MMA, a lot of MMA things too. Yeah, you got your ass beat in that against the guys. So now you like, oh so now man, now you want to act like I'm, a bitch. Now yeah. you want to be Joanna man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I, I I'm totally with again. I don't care, black, white, Chinese, whatever the case may be. I'm with these parents. Yo, you, you you taking a scholarship away from my daughter, dog. Yeah, no, that's real. Like, like that's here real. you are, you know, you 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 beat the, the state 200, 400, 800, <laughs> all that. You, you, I mean, you smashing this shit. And it's like, yeah. yo, the girls, the girls already know you a dude. So it's yeah. like, they, they already, Lost right there, their ego's deflated right there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, yeah. now my daughter can't 
You know what I mean? My daughter can't go to school. She can't. Yeah. Like we say, sports is ten percent skill. We say sports is ten percent skill, ninety percent mental. So absolutely, that's yeah. absolutely true. And, and mentally, if you're going up against a, a dude and you're a female, that is that mentally that will fuck you up for sure. All right, so because I got like a little express train of questions, shout out to the Broad Street line that I want to ask you, and you got to answer them in very short intervals. Best female player you ever seen play? Worst dunk on you ever had? And I know what the answer to that question. Hold on, is. let him let him get the questions. Let him get the answers. No, no, no. Let me. I gotta ask him the four questions. Uh, Hold on, no, it's four questions. Best female player you ever seen play? Worst dunk on you ever had? And I already got my answer to that question. Your best Kobe story. Damn it, my fucking drunk ass. I got one. And the most question. underrated player you ever played against. Underrated. Oh, yeah. And the Latrell Sprewell, PJ Carlissimo situation. Go. Um, all right, hold up. You said the first one, the best female I ever seen. Best play. female player you ever saw play. Uh, with my own eyes. Face, with face your own face. eyes. Face face. Face. There we go. Motherfucking right, cuz. I told him yeah. again. We couldn't hear. I couldn't hear what he said. Yeah, Dawn, Dawny, Dawn Staley. Oh, you know, Dawn Staley. Yeah, yes, I already knew that was his answer. And all that. She, yeah, she, she used to give it to the brothers down there. Mm. I already knew that was his answer. Okay. And second question. Second question? Worst dunk on you've ever gotten. I already as, know my as answer. As far as somebody dunking on me? Dunking on your ass. What was the worst dunk on ever? Um, When I was at Carolina, we played University of Texas. First game on ABC, first game of the year, my sophomore year, and the ball got hit out under the basket on a baseline. So okay. uh, I'm covering the ball, and the guy, you know, he's trying to pass the ball in, so he whips the ball by me. So I see that the ball okay. is going to somebody in the middle. So as I turn around, I just automatically jump, and by the time I do that, I didn't know dude already had the ball. It was already cocked back, and I thought I could get it, and he just, uh, like that, that was a straight poster. Straight poster. <laughs> not That's nothing other than Brian. Brian gave you a crazy crown in the playoffs. No, no, that that wasn't nothing. <laughs> that, that was a that was a side joint. <laughs> that was a side joint. No, I'm talking about I, I'm talking about I actually jumped to try to beat this shit up. I wasn't worried about nobody else or help. I tried to jump to beat it up. And dude already had that ball in his hand and he just came down. Boom. I got I gotta look this up. I got yeah, I was, I, was the end. End. I can't. Brian was the end one too on you though, cuz. Brian was the end one on you too though, cuz. No, <laughs> that no, was the no, end one. I'm telling you. You you all right, you look at this dunk against this kid from Texas. I can't remember the brother's name. But like I said, it, it was my sophomore year, first game of the season, ABC, Texas versus Carolina. Now you look at that dunk, and then you look at the dunk that you're talking about, and you tell me which one is worse. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Because you, we all know with that bronze shit, that shit was just motherfucking. The referees wanted to call that shit quick as fuck. They blew the whistle before both of us took off. Yeah, no, nah, that's true. They definitely did. But, but you look, y'all look that dunk up right there. What was the third one? So the third question was craziest Kobe story. Like I remember one time you and Kobe was doing media somewhere, and you came out of nowhere like Kobe, we love you. And Kobe's like, shut up, she. And then oh, yeah. Kobe's last commercial, oh, and and then Kobe's last commercial, 
your big ass singing in the motherfucking background. So I know I remember you and Kobe had a great relationship. But what's your craziest Kobe story? Yeah, shout out to Crazy Eight. Man, truthfully, man, I don't really have a, a crazy Kobe story. Like I could I could tell you my Kobe story and it ain't even got nothing to do with basketball. Yeah. So it was uh, I don't know if y'all remember when the All-Star game was in Vegas. Yes, sir. I was there. Yeah, of course. He so, he lives so, in Vegas. So yeah, Nike, absolutely. Nike did a party at Tao, right? Wait a and, minute. Um and Kobe and I had the same Nike rep at that time. Okay. So um, even though I wasn't playing in the game, I still came out there. They had brought one of my shoes out, like an all-star game shoe of mine, all of this and that. Because okay. I got snubbed. We all thought I was going to be in it, but I wasn't tripping. I still came out there. And man, so we sitting at the table. At the time, I was married. We sitting at the table. It's uh, me, my wife, and Kobe and his wife. And man, on everything, we sitting there having some drinks and talking about life, dog. Because I know it's family, isn't it? You know, I know uh, yeah. JB, that's my old head, Jelly Bean. You yeah, know, I know man. my Duke, I know his sister, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it was like, we just sitting there talking about life, man, talking about kids, you know what I'm saying? We both bitching about the kids' tuition in elementary school, <laughs> like a college, you know? It was just, we just talking about life, man. And, and it wasn't even no joint life, even though with him, I think at the time, he had won three chips, I think. Okay. And you know, okay. it, it wasn't no joint like he rubbing it in my face. I'm like, yo, remember that time I bust y'all ass and did it? You know, it wasn't nothing like that. We ain't even talk basketball. No basketball talk. Yeah, we, no just, we just talk. We just talk life and Philly shit, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to the Bean. Yeah, crazy eight. And the fourth question: What? What? I remember when this happened. You def. They definitely interviewed you about it. What was your take on the PJ Carlissimo the Charles Prebo situation? Um I see I see why Spree choked him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause 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 PJ can get on some if, if he's one of them coaches where you gotta be mentally strong to play with him because he's doing a lot okay. well back then. Back then. He was uh doing a okay. lot of cussing. You yeah. know, like come the fuck on. We all playing like some bitches. Da, 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 da. But PJ knew his exes and nose. So it yeah. must, I was like, man, when I first heard that, I was like, man, Spree must have came in there not, not wanting to hear that shit today or, you know, something might have happened at the house and he got tired of that shit. Spree well. Strangle. We couldn't believe it. We was like, yo, we did what? They like, wow. yeah, suspended, suspended for so and so games with Trail Speedwell for for choking that coach. That we was like, yo. And then that's when we was like, man, everybody going around telling that coach, like, all right, I'm gonna Speedwell your ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> most underrated so, player. And the most underrated player I played with or against. Both. Both. Yeah. Both. Give us both. Wow, damn. Um, all right, a uh, quick one is a young fella by the name of Alex Acker. Um, Alex Acker? Yeah, he played with me in Detroit. We drafted him. Um, I forgot where he went to school at, but Young Bulls go ball. You hear okay. me? Young I don't feel Bulls like I remember ball. him. No, you don't, because he wasn't there long. 
He was only there yeah. probably for like about a season, if that, before they okay. um, before they traded him. But okay, uh, yeah, he's the most underrated player that I played with. Um, most underrated I played against. Wow, I would have to really think about that one. That's a stomper right there. I gotta say, y'all actually got me on that. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Shout out to the road. Yeah, <laughs> most underrated. I got, I, I got, I got a question. So, me being a Lakers fan now, I was excited to hear my cousin was up for a job with the coaching staff. What happened, and why didn't you take the job? Um. Well, you can't take what wasn't offered. Oh, it was just a rumor. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Oh, so, okay. so, 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 how it, how it all got out was, um, you know, I was coaching down in Memphis a couple years yeah. ago. So, yeah, it was only for that one season. That next season, they are interviewing Penny, and he, um, you know, the the I I think the um the guy that's interviewing him, the reporter, posed the question of, you know, what's up with your coaching staff? Who's coming back? So when he got to me, he was like, yeah, I think I lost she to uh, Darvin Ham and the Lakers. Because mm. oh, shit. The, pre- oh. the previous season, the previous season before I joined Memphis, I was coaching, um, I was coaching high school and I was about to take this job at this HBCU in Memphis. Okay. Penny heard about that and he's like, damn, like, you know, we can use you down here, you know, instead. So, um, I told him, I said, well, the only way I can come down there is if um, my man gets his job. He's up for one of these three teams to get his job. Unfortunately, you know, at the time, D-Ham didn't get no job. This is before he started coaching the Lakers. Like, D-Ham didn't get a job, so I went with Penny. But Penny let it out that next year. He's thinking that it was going to be the same thing. But, yeah, I, was, I wasn't offered the job by then. He wanted to bring me on. Uh, but no, okay. I wasn't. I was never officially offered by the, uh, you know, the powers to be that runs that thing. Yeah. Right. yeah. Another another question. This is from my boy Mosley, crazy UNC fan. He wanted to know what was the uh, what was the toughest college team you played against during your time at U- at North Carolina. Um, man, I would say my freshman year. I would have to say it might have been Clemson. They had so they had a good um, a good basketball team with uh, Chris. Whit- I think Chris Whitney was the point guard. They had the big fella who was an All American named Sharon Wright. Um, Sharon Wright, remember him? He played for the Sixers. Um, yeah, yeah, he yep, did for yep, a couple yep. years. He played for the Sixers um, for a minute. Yeah, you know when I was there, my my freshman year, then uh, my sophomore year, I would have, have to probably say uh, D O K. Whatever happened to Dante Calabria? Um, Dante wanted to play professional basketball over in Italy. His family is okay. is from Italy, so he wanted to go home and play for them. And I heard he's doing real well over there. Um, I think he's the coach of one of them teams, either the FIBA team or the Olympic team. He's on one of them coaching staffs, I think. 
That was a Dante Calabria. He was the original 24. I remember him back when he played with Sheed. You know what I mean? Him stack Sheed. That that North Carolina team. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Is it on site when you see somebody from Duke? Does the rivalry keep going forever? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. It don't stop. I heard that. It don't stop. Yeah, I don't care who you are. Like, it's a couple dudes from Duke, you know, I'm cool with. But, yeah, on site, it don't stop. You know what it is. Yeah. I'm a rebel guy myself, but, you know. So, 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 Davis, let me ask you. Before we get off, we, like, it's crazy. I told Cuz 15 to 20 minutes, and we are an hour and 30 minutes in. So, I cannot thank you enough, Cuz. I appreciate you for tapping in with the road and fucking with us and having this real conversation much appreciated much appreciated but but davis is there any ignorance you got before i get into the corny dad dad joke of the day and we get up off this joint like ignorance any any ignorance that you got for cuz like any ignorance an ignorant question that i always wanted to know yeah man uh i got an ignorant question is is the patch in your head? Is that a gray hair or is that a, a, a birthmark? Is that a? As a kid, I always wanted to know what that was, man. Both. So not. It's a birthmark. It's, it's my birthmark and it's gray hair. Okay. Okay. But the thing about it is, um, so you know how, um, like the hair on your head is thicker than you know the hair on the rest of your body. Yeah, yeah. Where where my birthmark is at, the hair is real thin. It's real coarse. I mean, real real fine. And Got it's, you. Um, you know, it's way thinner. So it looks like from a distance, it looks like yeah, I got I got a ball patch like a barber fucked me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's um, once you get up on it, yeah, you can see that it's hair. That's my birthmark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of I, I I asked a couple of my homeboys if they wanted me to ask you anything, and a lot, <laughs> want, but all bullshit aside, want to know about the patch. They was like, "Is that you know what I'm saying?" So, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad we we knew that. I I wanted to know too for a minute. And you know so, when you watch it when you watching on TV, you can't really tell what the hell's going on. Yeah, people used to be like, "Your cousin got ringworm." I'm like, "No, bitch, it's not ringworm." Yeah. This is you, you was calling, <laughs> you was calling a bitch. This fucking way I was. This is like my fucking man. Fuck wrong with you, bitch. No, all right. So this is the last question I'm gonna ask you, cause real quick, we didn't been to some crazy fucking parties, like crazy parties. All Star Weekend at the African American Museum. All Star Weekend in D.C. This is, oh my god, I, I it's just period. What was the craziest party? I feel like the Ramon party probably was crazy. I didn't go to that one, but the way y'all told me the story about Ramon's party at his crib in Seattle was nuts. Oh, but I feel like I I feel like the craziest party I've ever been, you know, the Seattle party. I wish I was I dream about that party sometimes, and I never went to that bitch. <laughs> fucking party to me but i feel like the craziest party i ever been to with you cuz was polyesters i will that's the greatest party in philadelphia history as far as and you know how well traveled i am with parties fucking with y'all but that polyesters party kid from kid and play was at that motherfucking party i just oh my fucking god i feel like that shit was on a fucking weeknight so i feel like it was like a tuesday or some shit like that that, that you had this party 
Never forget that fucking party. What's the craziest party you've ever attended or ever been to? That, okay, that I remember. That you remember. That, yeah, that you remember, drunk. motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that you remember, yeah, motherfucker. That, that, that polyester party you talking about, that joint is a blur, fam. No, that joint was so. I, but I you remember, I was a little, I was a baby, so I wasn't drinking. I was a baby when you did that party, so I didn't drink. I was, I was, I was white girl wasted that night. <laughs> no, that's no, yeah. The the best party that I have to say that I ever been to was at my homie crib. It was a house party, and it was it was a real pajama jammy jam, like right? like so, house party too. Yes, a real pajama jam. So. I was playing in Portland at the time, right? So we had a day off. So I was like, all right. You know, at the time I was married, I told my wife, I was like, hey, I'm gonna go up here to my big homie crib. She knew, she already knew him and was cool with him, this and that, right? So boom, yeah. here it is, two hour drive, bang, bang. So I get there, I get there about like three in the afternoon, right? So I help him set up and all that. And so he's like, man, this is gonna be crazy. So I'm like, all right, we're gonna see because now I, I've been to some of his parties that he did at clubs and bars, but he did it, um, and he does it for the older crowd. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it ain't, ain't no, okay. I'm, I'm at a majority of his parties, me and some of my teammates is probably the youngest dudes there, okay. right? So, um, but he, he doing it, joining the crib. He's like, man, thanks, this one gonna be killer, this and that, right? So we sitting there, you know, I'm banged out, banged out 2J, boom, like, all right, man, I'm ready to go. So it was a party. I mean, a pajama jammy jam, and he's security. So he like, look, ladies, if you ain't got no pajamas on, um, then you can't get in. So he's like, uh, some chicks like, but you know, I sleep new, this and that. And he would give him a t-shirt, t-shirt on. Okay. Like, all right, boom. So, and then if it was a, um, it was only like about all in all, it's probably like about eight dudes that ended up coming. So, Wait, you know, what? <laughs> yeah. Damn. It was like about eight, eight dudes, and it was like about 30, close to 40 women. Oh, my God. God. Right? It wasn't so, even double-digit niggas at the party. What the no, fuck? No, it wasn't. That's my so, type of party. So, my man. Absolutely. You know, we sitting there, everybody having a ball, drinking, smoking. You know, you got the card table over here. You got dominoes over here. You know, people over here having old-school dance contests, pop-locking. But mind you, dog. All of this is going on, and these chicks got on lingerie. Um, you know what I'm saying? No pasties. Uh, no pasties. Got got on lingerie. Um, might have on some um, the little booty shorts. You know the booty shorts that's cutting cutting they crotch. You know what I'm saying? With just a small little skimpy shirt. And this is, I'm talking about like now everybody that was in there wasn't fine. So don't get me wrong. Right, but I would say more than half of the chicks in there was like you whiplash. That's how that's how when you like, God damn, then you're looking around again, like, oh shit, like that. So the party goes on. So it's about 12 o'clock. I'm like, shit, yeah. I gotta go. So this is a two hour ride for me back to Portland. Right? Okay. So, you know, I'm I'm in the little uh, Ramon's kitchen area with together his kitchen and um and uh Little dining room area was all together, right? So, you know, I'm dabbing yeah. everybody up, like, yo, you know, I'm out, this and that. See y'all later. So, I get on the phone. I talk to my wife. I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I'm on the way home. You know, this and that, I'm about to leave. And she's like, all right, ain't no rush. She's like, you good? I'm like, all right. So, what your boy do? 
I'm like, Go back in the fucking park. I'm like, I'm like, it sounded, it sounded like she was sleep. So oh, she, she won't know what time I came in this joint if she's sleeping, right? So I, uh, I hit a quick U-turn. I, I wasn't in the car yet, but you know, I hit a quick U-turn with them steps. Like, hey, let me go back in here. So I go back in and I'm sitting in the, um, in the living room on the other side. And then here come my big homie. He comes through like an hour and a half later. He's like, damn, nigga, what you doing here? I thought you left. I was like, I thought I did too. But oh man, I ain't get home till like about five in the morning. But wow. man, that, that dog, I'm telling you, that was the best party I ever been to. Ain't no bullshit happened. Everybody had fun. It was like a potluck, you know. Um, a couple of the chicks bought some food, you know, some chicken and some, you know, tater salad and all that other stuff. Like man, yeah. that's going. Hey, let me tell you this: best party I ever been to. No doubt. No. Wait, that's time out. Is that the dog. same party y'all told? Is that the party y'all told me about, or is that a different one? No, that's the part yeah. uh, we told you about. Oh, that. I told oh, Ramon, if he yeah. ever do it again and I'm not there, we're not friends no more. Yeah, no, I remember <laughs> the day because I just remember them telling me about all the butt naked chicks and all that craziness at this party. Damn, my type of party. Real, real quick, so we about to end it. I'm about to tell my corny dad joke of the day real fast. Uh, and then I got one more thing to ask cuz before we get out of here, but let me get into my corny dad joke real fast. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all ready? All right, so. No. What's red and bad for your teeth? Twizzlers. A brick. <laughs> what? Hey, I'm leaving. A brick, life. nigga. Yeah. Don't ever do that again on the podcast. Never in your life. And that's and that's actually not true because uh, bricks don't have to be red. Yeah, but, but nigga, we from Philly. The bricks is red. The bricks are fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, she elbow this nigga, please. All right, but we get out of here. I don't want to give too much detail unless Cuz want to talk about this. But Cuz told me about a story when he got a Maybach and was in Detroit and was on the expressway. And you, you do you remember this story you told me, Cuz, about the book bag and walking down the expressway? You remember this? Hey, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's got to got to say got to save it for the book. And no doubt, no doubt, book, no doubt. Book bag and Maybox sound like a dope, a dope story to me. Crazy less. story. Yeah, Crazy. no comment. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, but real shit, man. Shout out to you, cuz. I really appreciate you, man. It's nothing but love. Shout out to Fatty Aunt Jackie. You know what I mean? The whole family. Shout out to everybody. We really appreciate you for coming on the road and just kicking it. Like I said, it was supposed to be, I told my cousin Davis, I said 15 to 20 minutes because I know he's busy and he really just been with us for an hour and a half. Like, real shit. Much appreciated. We appreciate yeah, it. I got three shows. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. sure. We can do a Absolutely. part one, part two, and part three. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Thank Absolutely. you, man. Well, well, real on. quick though, what's, what's, real quick before we get off, what's next for Rashid Wallace? Uh, man, um, walking away from basketball for a second to work on some business endeavors to make sure that I can still live how I live. Um, okay. So yeah, just trying to. My first thing I'm trying to open up this um, this breakfast spot. Uh, hopefully, the end of January at the latest. In the city? Uh, down here in, in North Carolina. Oh, in North Carolina, in city. Shout out to yeah. Coffee Land, Broadnery. That was our spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna come up there too, though. I'm gonna I'm get it up there. 
But yeah, I'm gonna start down here first. So that's that's my my next line right there. That and um, you know, just uh, investing a little bit here and there. Okay. All right. right. Sounds good. Keep the road mind, cause we around. (laughs) Yeah. We around. Well, once again, man, thank you for coming on the pod. I'm a fan. I appreciate it. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? All day. Moody, take us out this bitch. Oh, shit. Mr. Ride Not All Day Podcast, Dirty 30 on here with us. You know, it is what it is. NBA champion, NBA legend. We out this bitch. The ball do not lie. The ball yes, don't sir. lie. At all. Slap by Wallace. Overzealous sending Roger to the line. Wallace still arguing with John Goble. And this is where he's gotten himself in trouble once he gets... A technical, he frequently or certainly earlier in his career would continue and get that second one. And then he loses focus and starts doing bad habits on the floor. Dragic misses the technical. And a technical foul on Rashid Wallace. He's gone. Now Wallace picks up two quick technicals. As we said all along, it's overshadowed. A guy who's a terrific basketball player, a great teammate. We've seen that up hand, firsthand, you know, game in and game out in practice. Well, he has lost his temper. The NBA's all-time leader in that department. And-